0: I predict this will be another classic. 2024 Star Wars
1: predictions and more coming up.
2: I am a Jedi, like my father
3: before me. Canova!
4: Rebellions are built on hope.
3: You are part of the Rebel Alliance and a traitor. I can bring you in warm,
2: or I can bring you in cold. Never tell me the odds.
3: Well done. You're a rebel now
2: hello there rebels welcome to reckless rebellion the podcast with enough chaotic energy to fuel a death star all oh, about the wars and the stars i am your rogue leader electrifying force sensitive native to the Chiss Ch- <laughs> ascendancy thomas carter rochester and i'm joined by the greatest minds and speakers the rebellion has to offer up first our master of chaos and pod racing enthusiast, King of the Hoth, Lee Kleinfeld. The Sith Do you remember <laughs> of the Sith Attendancy?
0: Ah! <laughs> Hurtful, untrue.
2: I doth remember the Sith <laughs> <laughs> A Scarif native and Anakin's favorite Padawan, Jack Sunville. Pew, 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 pew.
4: You guys sound like Scott Malkinson from South Park. <laughs> I'm Scott Malkinson. <laughs> no, he's a little more nasally. I'm he, is a little more nasa- <laughs> he is a little more nasally. Uh, is a little more nasally. with diabetes, right? He, he does have diabetes. Shout out. Um, sh- shout out representation. Um, shout out to the listeners, or FYI to the listeners, I should say. I have rice cooking in my kitchen right now and it's a rice cooker and once it's done it has like 10 loud beeps so if you start hearing some beeping and then it cuts out it's because i went on mute because i gotta go get the rice
2: jack's got rice cooking in the rice cooker got a three-day plan it not plan to shave and it's a goofy thing but i just gotta say hey we are doing all right on today's show We dive. It's the only country song that I'm ever going to sing on this whole podcast. Lock all the
1: doors and turn the lights down low.
2: (laughs) Oh, my God. You sound like, oh, my God, Uh, it'll come to me a cartoon character. That was amazing. That was brilliant. Klein, you should you should do that voice more often. Um, On today's show, we are going to dive into some some of the insanity of the rebel report. It's been awesome. We totally got a our emotions in check for this one. And then we're gonna go and do some predictions for the 2024 year for George Lucas in the world realms of Star Wars. Before all of that, let's check in with the smartest execute or die 66% of this podcast.
4: Jack Jack How you doing Palo? Oh, to me first. I um, I'm doing good. good. Uh, just, you know, I feel like every week I'm just I'm just doing the thing. I'm living. I'm working, making money, enjoying the time when I can. Some crazy football this past weekend. I don't know if we want to dive into all of it. Go no. Bills. Thomas, just just for your sake. <laughs> I
2: We don't have time for the rant. I already gave a friend a little bit of it, but uh, I'm just... It's okay, they're going to go hire Bill. It'll be fine. Don't worry about it. No, we won't. We don't make changes. That is Jerry's motive. He's like we're gonna make a change and you know what that change is we're gonna get another three more years
1: with mike mccarthy before it's long overdue enough you know we'll
2: have five straight (laughs) 12 win seasons we won't win a fucking playoff game and then he'll be like you know what we just gotta change this up so we're gonna hire who who would be a good hire? Kevin Stefanski. He had a couple good years in Cleveland. Who's an old coach who won a Super Bowl? Oh, you know what? We'll hire John Gruden. He's a fucking racist too. Jerry. God damn it, Jerry. Change something. We're cool. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Uh go Lions and Bills. That's who I'm pulling for. I'm pulling for people who have never won it to yeah. win it. Uh I was pulling for Lions Browns, because that would just be awesome, but you know. Subtle.
4: shout out the texans i hate to say it but jesus christ lions
2: texans thank you for reminding me cj stroud oh, that motherfucker is so good can you imagine a lions texans super bowl that'd, that'd be... be so fucking random uh, hey man two teams that have never made it that's what i'm really aiming for uh klein first off mustache beautiful dear god you are goose dad can we call you dad <laughs> from now on hey dad Uh,
1: I prefer daddy actually um switch that D with a Z you could do zaddy as well that's what the kids are saying the zillennials but um (laughs) right Jack uh I'm doing well hanging in there just I don't really know what's exciting and new I'm going uh, oh I guess yeah I am going to my very first convention that is new in the last week um i will be Ah. attending fan expo vancouver um in the middle of february it'll be my first convention i will be going as media which is very cool i'll have oh nice press badge and a lanyard i may or may not have um some new gear that i might show off here on the podcast headed for potential interviews uh at at said convention have requested a few names that i would like to interview at the show we'll see if i end up getting them but i have ordered some toys thomas that could be fun for this show i will not spoil what they are because i think it could be really funny if i just popped on with it in my hand um so yeah things are good though life is good just hanging in there it's been incredibly cold over like really since the last time we talked Mm. uh incredibly cold my car uh will not start. I have not jump started it, so it's just kind of dead, sitting in the parking lot, and I'm stranded here. But it it is what it is. I'm living the dream.
2: I love that. Yeah, uh, I'm going to, uh, unless we get an email saying we're not doing it, uh, gonna be working at MegaCon this year again. That's two weeks before you go. So that's a be... really big one, right? It's fucking huge, dude. I think it's yeah. It used to be the second largest in the state, but I think now. Well, I think it's been the largest for a long time. Where is it? It's in Orlando. Yeah, it's in Orlando. It's it's gonna be a oh. it's gonna be a wild ride. Um, I've seen a bunch of friends that I've met there coming back that don't live in Florida, and I'm like, oh hell yeah, we're gonna maybe we'll get to hang out. Uh, friends from college are like, hey, are you gonna go? I'm like, wow, like this could be like a fun little reunion. Uh, I'm gonna be the voice of the hat for the Harry Potter ceremony. It's the only reason that I get to go. Um the sorting hat. Nice. Not slithering hey eh? I got to work on it. I got a couple weeks. I got to watch that scene 14 times in a row and then I got it. <laughs> That's how I get my voice match. Uh but yeah, I have great news, boys. Are you ready? Yes. I finished Jedi Survivor. Fuck. Oh, yes. Our oh. boy got a
1: PlayStation 5. We even talked about that.
2: Yeah. I we didn't? You're right. We didn't. Congratulations, I so. me. I got a PS5 for guess who? Me um that was my last little vestige of 2023s for me i I wrapped up the year by just getting me a ps5 um while it was on sale came with spider-man 2 so i got to play the very first game that i bought specifically was obviously jedi survivor uh had to go star wars the second game i bought very specifically was lego star wars skywalker saga yeah so that's gonna be I would my... say
1: Lego Star Wars might be better than Jedi Survivor. See Jedi Survivor, very good though. Lego yeah. Star Wars uh... Skywalker Saga is a lot of fun though. It's you're gonna you're I... going to you will be busy for the rest of the year catching yeah. up on things.
2: Oh yeah. I already started uh I'm I'm gonna one hundred percent Jedi Survivor, love the story, so much fun. I have problems with some of the graphics though. I don't it was glitchy. That's my There's, complaint. Yeah i had um,
1: some tech i mean i played it early i played it right yeah. when it came out and i had some issues with it and from as far as i can tell things have been like smoothed out yeah fairly well but there are still some issues i had so like i ran i had loved that game but i ran through it because yeah. i had so many technical issues i'm just like i yeah. am anytime i try and just hang out in this world i get stuck or the game <laughs> crashes or Oof. Um, I'm stuck where doors won't open. I did mm. have one. There's that mission where you play as a different character, I, I guess. <gasps> yeah. Is that a, and there's a final thing you have to do with the force where, like, you're like these like AT-ST walkers are, like coming at you through a door, and you're trying to make a grand daring escape. And the button prompt for me to like pull the door down to like end the fight showed up and i pressed the button and it just didn't do anything and so i have these atsc walkers that are continually walking towards me but they're never actually getting any closer and their bullets can't hit me there's nothing there's just lasers shooting and i'm sitting there and then i reloaded the game and it ultimately worked but it was like i had that was like a game breaking bug where i just could not i could not progress Dude,
2: what a moment that was when it had when it pops up. There's some good ones. That There's was... some good ones in Jedi Survivor for sure. There was a lot where I'm like, okay, yeah, this checks. Okay, that that that's ju-. I mean, guys, like, listen, the, the way they sprinkle in the nihil in I'm in, in and the High Republic stuff. Oh man, I felt like I was alive. Like I literally felt. Juke- I also played pudged.
1: the final boss of that game with the camera in the floor. Like I was, it was looking up at the two characters. I could see their feet um and i was fighting the person but i was below like the it was in the, the cameras in yeah. the ground so that is the state in which i played the game <laughs> in march it was not the ideal experience still cried though
4: yeah I was in march oh my god yeah. time is flying. april
1: or march it was march 28th yeah, it was, march it was, 28th. It was...
2: Yeah, oh I mean, really okay yeah march. it came out march 28th but you probably would have gotten to it in april uh because i think you said it took you a week to play so um yeah it was like Five days or something. I put all, way too much time too fast into that game. <laughs> yeah. I've taken my time. I've, I've talked every time I go to Pylon Saloon. I talk to people and I'm, I, just, if there's a game I'm going to 100%, it's the Space Western, the most Space Western Space Western of all Space Western.
1: I'm excited for you to 100% because there are some things. Have you done any of the Bounty Hunter side mission stuff or have you encountered any of that yet?
2: Yes. Uh, I've got some of them. I'm trying to get the, collectibles out of the way and then yeah. i want to go into the bounty hunters and all the so what i would recommend is learned.
1: yeah focus on the bounty hunter stuff when you can because there is there are some things hidden away in this game that you still haven't seen
2: yet and i will just lead you down the bounty hunter path i am very excited i'm already like listing through the bounty hunters that are still alive in this period that haven't died from the clone wars and who i know are at least through Return of the um uh, through uh Empire. And I'm like, who sucks Don't say anything. Um, don't say anything. Don't say anything. I'm very excited for you to say nothing. But I I can't wait to finish this game. I hate Jeddah. Jeddah reminds me of Dathomir. There's always one where I just don't like running around. Mm -hmm. It it's it's Jeddah.
1: Um Is that the sand one? Yeah with like the weird long legged yeah horse things they call it
2: spammal and i think it's more of a shark horse hybrid
1: we get a really good there's a few really good sequences on Jeddah, though like that chase i think it's the first time you go to Jeddah when you're leaving that sort of temple yeah and there's like a i think it's like a giant like almost worm-esque big ship droid that's like you're fly- ah, it's it was really intense i remember it being
2: yeah. like really spectacular and you're portaling around a little bit and oh yes yeah, yeah that was fun i love the portals uh, i also love marin really quick klein holy fuck did reading the book um that is set between the two books or the two games that added so much depth to this game for me because i'm like oh yeah like Like I go in and it's not like, where's everybody? I go in and go, they haven't seen each other in almost six years. Boy, oh boy. So it was a lot of fun to kind of dive into that. The reunions were great. I'm going to spoil one little thing. Vader comes back. Oh, what a fun. It's really cool. I love Mm -hmm. Vader so much. Uh, and so when he shows up, I literally just start screaming, Let's fire just like I did the first game.
1: Incredibly um, hard too. He like his fight is the hardest this, thing of the whole game.
2: I I'm not gonna lie. I'm here for the game. I'm not here to like beat my chest. I put that shit uh I was on normal until I got oh, yeah. to I play
1: play all my games on easy. I'm playing baby-ass baby mode every single time. It was still difficult.
2: Yeah, I was on the normal mode uh, originally until I got to Ravis. And I was like, dude, I am not here. I'm here to just play the game. So I turned it down, and I slaughtered him in the first round. And I was like, yeah. I mean, I went through that fight 15 times and lost. So I was like, I don't have patience for this. Um, But yeah, dude, there's a sequence in that Vader fight where he's just like... Burning. He's like half on fire. <laughs> this is so dope. It's no so doubt. But uh enough about me in Jedi Survivor. I started Spider-Man last night, by the way, and Spider-Man Remastered, and it is fucking. I'm very sorry to uh the Star Wars the people that made that game. I don't remember who they are. Respawn? Respawn. Yeah, I'm yeah. very sorry to respawn. Holy fuck, man. Spider Man Remastered looks so much better. Like it flows better and uh, it doesn't glitch in cutscenes. scenes. So. Wait
1: till you get to Spider-Man 2
2: and, and Miles Morales. Yeah, I bought all three of those yesterday. Well, I bought Good. two of the three yesterday because I got the free code. But uh, yeah, that's how I'm doing. See, that's the positives going on in my life. We're not going to talk about Jerry motherfucking Jones. I don't think I'll ever see a Super Bowl win before I die. That's That's the kind of faith in my team that I have. Right I mean, you are getting up there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I already pulled my hamstring. Next it's death. Fuck. <laughs> Might as well call me the bills punter. Uh Oh. Anyways, uh let's go ahead and dive on into the Rebel Report. news 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 news
4: Klein, you want me to read this, or would you like to take it since you put it together? Sure, I guess I can.
1: Um, okay. There's just two kind of big news stories. The first one, fairly quick, and or season two, almost done filming. This happened yesterday at the Emmys. Uh, at the time of recording, this is from Star Wars Newsnet. <laughs> At the Emmys, Diego Luna has signified that filming for Andor Season 2 is nearly finished. Luna spoke with entertainment outlets on the red carpet, sharing details about Season 2. He said that he had, quote, seven days, end quote, left of filming on the show's final season. While the long-awaited second season has been in production for a while, filming of the show had to be postponed due to the WGA and SAG-AFTRA strikes of 2023. It seems that production on Andor is now nearly complete. When asked by a Variety how many more days worth of shooting he has left, Diego replied with a concrete answer, saying, quote, I have seven days. Tomorrow I'm flying back to London, and we are finishing this, end quote. So basically in the next week, and or will, for better or for worse, like they may end up having to go back and do reshoots or whatever, principal photography will be finished, which is really exciting. I think that maybe we thought it was going to be a while longer before we heard anything more concrete about Andor season two because tony gilroy was very adamant about shutting everything down very early in the strike process and and has tempered expectations since then basically telling people it's going to we are taking our time with this the strike set us back a little ways but this is great that filming is almost done so i want to ask the two of you where do you see andor season 2 with this update kind of falling in the release calendar. Thomas, you have your hand up. We'll go right to you.
2: Where do you see this coming out? I could see the very earliest of March 2025. Um, I have a lot of faith that that is when it could come it is most likely to come out. They've been, you know, normally you give it about 12 months post for the audio, for this effects, for everything to come together, get it all tightened up. Um, that would be the earliest I honestly feel like they'll wait even longer because they want it to be perfect. And why rush it out? Cause it's done when you can hit it at a certain point where you need that kind of coverage. It came out in what September and went all the way through like November. Right. Cause it was so long. I could see a them... lot of episodes. It yeah. was 12 episodes and I think they're doing 12 again. So I could definitely see them dropping this in a, kind of dead period like end of august that leads us in towards thanksgiving and then that brings us to the christmas roundup of um whatever star wars they want to do that point 2025 is there supposed to be a movie coming out or is that 26 now
1: well we don't really like we don't 100 percent know with the whole mando and grogu situation is is that 2025 is is that 2026 if production gets on that By the end of this year, it could make 2025. Like that's very well could happen, but we have no idea right now. The slate of when the movies come out is still up in the air. They have dates locked down though, Jack. Like just like placeholder dates, right?
4: Yeah, they definitely do. And I think they're May of 2026, December 26, and then December 27. Are you sure there wasn't a 2025 one? A December? There was at one point, but. It's not anymore because December 25 now is Avatar 3. Oh, yes. And they're not going to try to eat them or, yeah, I mean, eat themselves. Um, And it's curious. I'm curious how, I mean, if Avatar 4 and 5 happens, I'm just curious how they're going to manage Star Wars along with it because, specifically Star Wars movies, because. I mean, not to say that Avatar is a bigger franchise, but in terms of box office, it's and like... And their bank accounts, it might be. Gu- guaranteed success. So it's it's I, I can't imagine anyone believing me if I said this back in like 2017, but the fact that Avatar is like probably the priority is a bit crazy. Anyway, for Andor, don't have much to add. I completely agree with Thomas. I think the earliest they could do is March or springtime next year, but I think they'll wait And I hope they do the thing that not enough shows do these days. And I think it's because of streaming services, which is release shows and movies for that matter in like a window that they always come out in. So like for star Wars, it was always December and I remember the sequel trilogy and then they messed it up with solo and it felt so weird seeing solo in May. I actually saw it in June. Um, But even with these shows um, I just, I want to watch Andor in the fall. It just feels right. Um, So I'm hoping that happens uh but yeah, nothing much else to add. I'm excited we're here, guys. Like they they're they're wrapping it up. Andor's so freaking good. I was thinking about it yesterday. I saw a clip. It's today like,
1: on Twitter, uh somebody posted a clip and it was like, remember how good Andor was? And it was a conversation, one of the first conversations between Cassian and Luthen. and it just like oh fuck, like this show is so it's good. So good. So good. Um okay. Next up. This was the big story today as of recording that just shook the internet by storm and then kind of didn't. No, Ray's Star Wars movie has not been delayed. This is coming from our friends over at Gizmodo. They write, you can take the latest Star Wars rumor and throw it in the Sarlacc pit. Earlier this week, rumors surfaced that the upcoming Sharmine Obeyed Shinoi Star Wars film featuring the return of Daisy Ridley as Rey had been delayed indefinitely. The reason, creative differences with the film's writer Stephen Knight. As a part of that rumor, this is me adding, it was rumored that Stephen Knight would be leaving the project as well as a part of this whole putting the thing on the back burner. Well, that's not true according to Lucasfilm. A source at the company told io9 the report is inaccurate and Knight continues to write and be a part of the process. In fact, the company is waiting on his latest draft as you read this, as of today on January 16th. So this was a bit of a roller coaster of emotions in the few hours today where uh there was this report that came out saying the movie had been put um put out and de- or was going to be delayed indefinitely i know jack you and david had a bit of a back and forth in our dms just like i i chimed in with fucking fuck because it was just like <laughs> another one are you kidding me um but it turns out that it those rumors might not have been true. And Lucasfilm, at least publicly right now, is saying, nope, it's still happening. We're waiting for a draft right now. It's about to come. Jack will go to you. What do you. Where's your head at? Where's your heart at Um, when it comes to the whole
4: uh, Ray movie situation? Ah, uh, I don't know. You put in the news that it's a roller coaster. And it, it, it truly was. And still is, honestly. That's where my mind is at. It's just like going up and down and upside down. Um, when the news first came out, the first bit of news that it was going to get delayed indefinitely, you said, fucking fuck. I said, what a joke. And maybe I tweeted that out too. I don't know, but it's just, what a fucking joke, man. Like, this is like, it, it it's just laughable. Like, I, I can't do anything but laugh about it because the fact that it could have been and still could be another one. So Yeah. I don't want to speculate too much on like just because this report was if shot. If it's down. happening, if yeah. it isn't happening. Yeah, because yeah. it's like at this point, I'd rather just wait. I will I will say this. I think again, the source could not be credible at all. But like I, to me, if someone a source within Lucasfilm or near Lucasfilm like said something along those lines, there's gotta be something there. Whether or not it's actually delayed indefinitely. Like I do think there is something maybe. There has been trouble in terms of Stephen Knight's draft. Maybe they've seen bits of it, they don't like it or whatever. But well, he was notably brought in a year ago, right?
1: To yeah, to replace Damon Lindelof,
4: yeah, to pick up these pieces, right? And I that's what and before we realized that the or before it came out that the report was shot down, um, and we we thought it was delayed indefinitely. I, I said something along the lines in our group chat of I am like I don't understand how they could get Daisy Ridley back if they don't have some semblance confirmed solidified story and script and from for all intents and purposes, it sounded like Lindelof and his co-writer, I think Justin Britt or something like that um they turned in a draft, then they went their separate ways. I kind of thought maybe Stephen Knight was picking up some of those pieces and doing something with it. And so I'm like, okay, that's probably what she latched on to. They 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 found one key idea and there that they want to push that forward. But then I was just like, I don't like, I feel like Daisy Ridley, why like, why would you come back if they didn't have a thing where it's like, hey, this is the story we're going with and we're running why with would it. We, the
1: Why would you even put it out to the public that that's happening? Why would right. you even reach out to Daisy Ridley at this point? I mean, obviously, if you're making a Ray film, you you want to know if Ray is going to be game to do it. Mm-hmm. But it I just- also i i i'm in your camp where i feel like this this could have been announced as a hey guys guess what steven knight and shermaine are doing they're they're doing a star wars and then eventually it comes out that okay like when when things are more solidified when you have a script and then you can be like guess what and it's a ray movie and everyone can freak out because Mm -hmm. I think that, yeah, you are putting the cart before the horse by attaching a name, and then, like, it could all just go up in flames. Like, this could all just disappear
4: tomorrow. It just, with how controversial the sequel trilogy was, and with how controversial Ray is as a character, like, still to this day, I love her. And I think a lot of people like Daisy Ridley. You know, I think most of the issues, most of the issues that people have is with the actual character and how she was written with how controversial that was, how much shit she got. She left social media for a long period of time because of the backlash against her and the character in the movies. You would just think that whether or not she signed on or maybe they just want like in terms of announcing her that this is a Ray movie, as you said, Klein, like hold back on that a little bit before, but before you just announce it as a Ray movie and it's happening, then we could, easily just as the tens i almost said tens of thousands it feels like that the tens of thousands of star wars movies before that have gotten canceled it's like of all the ones this is the one i do not want to get canceled but it's also the one i was i had some apprehension with because of where the character was at after the rise of skywalker and how that was not received well at all and But I, I held out hope. It's like, I feel like they have a story that they want to tell. It could be cool. It could be interesting. But if you're telling me that there could be issues, I'm just like, uh, I don't know. Like, I, I kind of lean more into the David's camp that he's been saying for, you know, I feel like since this was announced, of like, this this is kind of a weird step for Lucasfilm to, to try and make this movie work. And it makes sense why they are now pushing Mando and Grogu at the forefront to bring Star Wars back to theaters. But... Again, we don't really know for sure what's happening. I'll take Lucasfilm at their word right now that the report's inaccurate and that Knight's working on it, and I'll still hold out hope for it. Thomas, what do you think about this whole situation? Yeah.
1: Big <laughs> breath. Uh,
2: I'm glad that I wasn't as plugged into the internet today as, as you guys were, because like, I saw it, and I all I could think was, checks out. Lucasfilm doesn't have a plan. How expected? At this point, Um, uh, the the pessimism has been very real. I don't know if you noticed that Jerry Jones. So I'm just like, you know (laughs) what? I can be let down by everything in my life. It's happened before. Like, why wouldn't it happen again now? It's keep the possibilities open. So you're never you can always expect it, at least expect the unexpected. And then it came out that it doesn't. And it's once again, just another week of. What's the truth? What's the lie? Welcome to Twitter. Why not die? Um it's just a <laughs> I don't I don't know. Um I I don't have many thoughts other than It's just so fucking stupid that we're here at Star Wars with no plan.
4: Well,
1: we were we were here on this very show last week saying, hey, guys, guess what? It's been about a year and everything seems like it's yeah, everything's
4: everything's still going like the slate. It's not like officially officially going to happen all but like it feels like it is.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And then and then this week and I remember last week, I'm pretty sure I was literally like, yeah, I don't know. I'll believe it when I see it. Like I've become the pessimist of Star Wars. Yeah, that's that's (laughs) where we're at. Okay, me, of all fucking people. So, yeah, um, I just honestly, like, get it together, Lucasfilm. Please don't let me down. You're my only hope at this point. I can't trust football, but I can trust you, right? Right? The two, the two right. pillars
1: of modern life: football and lucasville <laughs> The only sources of joy in the world. But 100%. I do understand what you're talking about. That's going to be it for our rebel report this week,
4: Jack. What should people do before we get out of here, folks? If you don't know at this point, I don't know what you're doing. And if this is your first time listening, you should still know to do this. It's 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 a common thing to do. Cite your sources, please. Do it for me. Do it for the kids. Do it for Klein. Do it for Thomas and his cowboys just do it please and for my Jaguars shout out AP style Chicago what are you ama is that something that was um, a... fa- I did I feel like I did ama one time I did Chicago one time for a paper and mm-hmm. I actually liked it the the most probably but we were always um I'm forget what'd you say? A, a, a- 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 AP? AP yeah I think we always did that's, ap yeah okay okay that's it for
2: the uh rebel report Thomas take it away with that we're going to take a very brief ad break and we'll see you on the other side with 2024 predictions you're listening to reckless rebellion
3: This resistance I'm Ethan Simi, And I'm Ben Lahorn,
4: And we are the hosts of 24 Minutes of A24, a podcast about the movie and television library of A24.
3: This place rules. So come join us in the green room every single Friday as we review both past A24 projects and the latest talks of the A24 town. We've even heard of some people entering a state of euphoria while listening to us.
4: So come on, come on
1: with us as we talk about both the uncut gems and the A24 projects that are everything,
4: everywhere, all at once. It's a guaranteed good time, even if we usually run longer than 24 minutes, which is basically every single time.
3: We try our hardest to take some funny pages out of our podcasting book and A24 knowledge and live the high life here on the pod. So whether you're joining us in mid Midsommar or you've been listening to us All throughout your past lives, we can't wait for you to join us every week.
4: Be sure to tune in every Friday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere else podcasts are, and even YouTube to join in on the A24 fun.
3: 11 A24 project references, man. We did it. And I think this might be the first time the pod has ever been under 24 minutes.
4: We did it, Ben. We did it.
3: Wow.
2: And we are back. We're going to send it right on over to our buddy, Klein, for our flagship topic.
1: 2024, new year, new year, new me, baby. Let's go. Okay. So what we're doing here today, what this podcast is for, why you are listening in your ear holes. Star Wars 2024 predictions. How this is going to work. We didn't do it last year, which is a shame, but it's because Bad Batch came out so... I was looking back. And I'm like, why didn't we do it? Because Bad Batch started airing like now. It was 16 weeks or whatever, 14 weeks of Bad Batch to start 2024. Greatest so we're show for
2: 2023.
1: Was it Star Wars?
4: Star Wars? Oh, okay. Maybe okay. <laughs> well, no I, you didn't say vision. the disclaimer oh. of Star Wars,
1: and I was Sorry. a little confused, but um, just yeah. Okay. Anyways, Bad um, Batch and Emmys last night. <laughs> It was awesome It was great (laughs) did you see this better call saul number going around that now that they're done their run they went over 56.
4: that's such a shame nominations
1: that's wild great show go watch that show um but not until after you finish this podcast so we're at the beginning of a new year how is this going to work there's a whole world of potential when it comes to star wars right now let's throw the pessimism out the window thomas like there's a whole anything can happen good or bad Um, So we thought what we'd do is we'd take a look into our crystal balls. We would be one with the force. We would open up our kyber crystals and predict what we expect from Star Wars in the next 365 minus 16 days. Because it is January 16th from when we are listening. But how this is going to work. And I love this idea. This is coming from kind of funny. um, They do video game podcasts and stuff like that. This is like a great way to do things. And we do this over on Controller Club with our predictions as well. You are held accountable for these predictions. How this is going to work is we're going to turn this into a competition. We all like competition. Thomas was just talking about how much he loves going out there and cheering for the healthy competition of the Dallas Cowboys every week. Come on. Let's round of applause.
2: Shoot me Anyways, in
1: face. What we are going to do, is, quick side note, my mother is touring the Dallas Cowboys uh, facility, the the arena, in like two weeks. Very cool. Hey, that's a Anyways. fun place. Probably the best thing about the Cowboys um, what about their cool hats? Cause, and they go, yeehaw. And they say, I'm going to kiss my cousin. Um, okay. <laughs> so in a year from now, 2025 predictions, guys. Back on track. Here we go. So we're going to put down. No, 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 no. Wait, Jack. So how this is going to work is we have five predictions. And I, I'm holding you accountable to these predictions. So in a year from now.
4: Oh, I see what do you're saying.
1: Our 2025 predictions. I will go back and I will assign points for everything that we get correct and we will declare a winner so Thomas you can be a winner for the first time in your life starting today
2: (laughs) don't attack me like that you slut
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm feeling feisty today. okay so yeah basically what we're gonna do is we've got five predictions each we'll go around in draft style quote-unquote draft predictions the star wars world in an effort to hopefully get things right maybe we'll take some swings maybe we'll be like jack and have 85 qualifiers and everything so he can get little (laughs) mini nitty gritty (laughs) point 15 (laughs) points or whatever i just i can see it the finance boy over here first what we're going to do as we will with any sort of draft we will determine the draft order i will share my screen to you guys um you guys being thomas and jack not those listening first the person who will be picking first um with their predictions will be of course it's me we're not doing snake for this by the way it's we'll just do circles that's fine yeah yeah it's not like okay so it is klein picking first and then it is thomas of course And then it is Jack. Okay, we can stop sharing my screen. We can, I guess, start things. Now, I will ask the two of you for clerical purposes. Can you please, after you have said your prediction, if you get the chance, go into the document and write down how you want it phrased so that in a year from now, I can go and, you know, look and see what we got right and what we got wrong. I will try to keep up, but I might miss things. So, my very first prediction i feel like i want to make a big one to start Ooh. i think i've made this prediction before let's hear it, it doesn't have anything to do with cal Kestis. i wow. was
3: just about to say
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> while she might make it out of 2024 by the end of the year a plan will have been publicly placed a plan will have been publicly announced about kathleen kennedy's succession at the head of Lucasfilm.
2: Ooh, okay
1: i th- don't think she's retiring in 2024 but i have a feeling by the end of 2024 it'll be like a six months from now she will be done or and here's the plan
4: yes jack so this was my first prediction as well like yeah. literally the exact same one. Well, I stole it right from under your nose is what, so what I, I, did. I can't, I can't have it. I mean, you can't have it. No, but you and David had the, both had the rogue squadron prediction together. We had, a there years was had No,
1: but there was, there were, I agreed with him. I didn't write, I didn't write it down. You can go look at the records folks. <sighs> if you agree with me, talk it out, Jack. Why do you have this so high on your oh, list? I you want like, to
4: talk about it because I can't even put it down. I don't have five anymore. Um, I literally came with five. <laughs> I like, uh, come. On, I got six. So you know what? We're. <laughs> um, I don't know. It just seems obvious. And th- they came out with this. There was a report back in maybe it was twenty. No, it may have been twenty-two because um, the report was that there was a trans transition plan coming for when Indiana Jones five came out. Um, that did not happen, and I don't know if that rumor came about before Iger was brought back in as CEO. I can't remember, but just because there's been talk about it and it didn't, there didn't seem to be any talk of it last year. Um, beyond that one rumor, I I just feel like it's happening. Obviously the report about Daisy Ridley's movie was apparently false, but I feel like if there's any more trouble with any one of these movies, even the slightest bit, there's going to be some real conversation about it. I mean, there already was today. I've seen YouTube videos of people, you know, talking about kathleen kennedy some some bullshit and some like i i think there's some credence to um but i just feel like it's coming i feel like it's coming down the pipeline it it makes sense and and nothing against her like i i just think it's time to get some i mean i've said this about the jaguars before you can say this about a lot of sports thomas the cowboys like it, sometimes it's just time you know it's it's time to she's shake things for, up oh,
1: she's been there as long as disney has owned star yeah. wars right she's and, one of the greatest producers and she, of all time exactly no she's doubt been about in it. hollywood forever i mean her name shows up on the indiana jones films like she's been around for so long she's had an amazing career well i don't think 2024 is the year for her to actually like say i'm done i think that what they're going to do is set have it so that she has set things up by the end of this year and leading into next year she will quote unquote have set forth the path of star wars from which we will step going forward and then go out sort of on top and be like, you know what, like I'm, there's a movie coming in 2026 or whatever, and this is happening and that is happening. And I've put it, put the pieces kind of together for whoever comes in after me. Right. Thomas, and I think. Oh, no, go ahead, Jack.
4: Just real quick, I was going to say, I think Dave Filoni stepping in as uh, CCO is also like one of the first steps toward that transition. Not to say that he'll take over her job because I think her job comes with a lot more Mm -hmm. responsibility and specifically business responsibility. Um, But if you get someone else in there to take over her role that may not be as familiar with the Lucasfilm brand or Star Wars brand, that's why you have someone like Dave Filoni as CCO kind of leading charge for you or helping you out at the beginning. The DC, what do you think? Yeah. Yeah. Bingo. in Zach.
1: (laughs)
2: <laughs> anyways uh i think it's a good good prediction she's been in the business since 1978 if i'm not mistaken working in hollywood but with lucasfilm since 81 on the very first indiana jones movie um, even
1: george lucas retires as retired at some point right like exactly it's yeah. bound to happen eventually
2: and um you know i i, I think that's a good one I, I got nothing to say i think it's a good one because okay we've heard about it and you know, some sometimes it's good to go home and just chill. Good.
1: I'm glad I'm glad everyone agrees. Thomas, we'll go to you next with your very first prediction for Star Wars in 2024.
2: Okay. All right. You guys ready for this? The Ray Skywalker yes. movie will be shelved. I have wow. shelved. Uh, shelved uh, or cancelled? Shelved. <laughs> Nothing's ever really okay. cancelled. You know that i don't have any good feelings when it comes to this movie in Lucasfilm. i want the movie i want it i have good feelings about what they've talked about the movie and it sounds like it'd be awesome but i have no faith i have no faith i don't really have any faith in lucasfilm right now uh, the reports that came out today Spurred it because like it's this this and that it's this and that it's always he said she said and it's like eventually creative differences occur and i don't have faith that lucasfilm will make it work they have not made a single film outside of the quote unquote skywalker saga and the the three movies right they've not made a single movie or project that has not involved multiple directors: Gareth Edwards, Tony Gilroy, uh, Lord and Miller, and Ron Howard. Then you look at the shows; each has a different director, multiple writers. They are a committee now. I don't think. I I don't I don't think that the committee's ready, to make this happen. That's where I stand. And this isn't against Ray. This isn't against that movie or the director. It's against Lucasfilm. Lucasfilm is Jerry Jones, and there is zero faith. I brought the pessimism. I'm sorry, guys. I have no, 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 no,
1: this, no, though. no. I Thomas. One. I don't think that I don't think you're crazy for saying this. Like, I know Lucasfilm puts out put out a statement saying, "Hey, like we're expecting a draft, what have you, this and that." But we've been burned so many times that when there is a when there's some when there's smoke, it does feel like there is going to be fire. Uh, when oh. it comes to the Star Wars movie stuff, mm-hmm. like it is not. There's an, right now the confidence level is zero with just about any of these. We can be excited for them, but until I see something from it, it's not real. It isn't real. Yep, Jack. We just did a big diatribe about the Ray movie in the prior section of the podcast so we can keep this brief but (laughs) do you think is this crazy that you
4: like ray a ray movie getting shelved or the ray movie getting shelved not crazy at all i disagree though but no certainly not crazy i look at i can't why do i not think it's going to happen yes i I need Um, activity right now because I want to be positive. <laughs> I think that's the only thing I have. I don't I really it. know if I have an actual reason. Um, <laughs> other than, I, I think if there's if there is one person, I think there'll be two people, but if there's one person that's going to try to make this work, I think it's going to be Daisy Ridley. Like mm. I will I be the
1: she, Dwayne The Rock Johnson of Black Adam out there campaigning. Kind of, after, yeah. Let's make this thing happen. Okay.
4: <laughs> like, like, we're like... I, And if that means Stephen Knight, like leaving the project and getting someone else in there, whatever. The second person I would say is Charmaine Obey And I think it's just because she has, based on that interview she did, she has a passion for this. Um, But yeah, I I just think Daisy Ridley, they've already announced her. It's out to the world. I feel like, not saying that she really cares, but you're kind of giving power to all the people who just like hate her and hate Ray as a character if you're just back out and say like, hey, this wasn't working, I'm just I'm not going to try to go back into that. I, I feel like she has an energy to I don't want to say she has to redeem herself, but but just tell a new story in Star Wars that takes Ray in an interesting um, direction. I'd like to mention me. that right now we are nine years
2: removed from that movie coming out. Not right now, but at the end of this year, right? It'll be nine years since The Force Awakens came out. it's crazy. And that means everybody that was a kid is now basically an adult. We are at the prime point where the prequels started being brought back and renewed. So if they shelve this movie, I don't know if they can recover from like, I don't know if Star Wars will be able to recover because you're losing an entire generation of fans who grew up on these movies, right? We never had the hope that anything prequels would ever come Obi-Wan literally never even a pipe dream it was like okay they don't see each other again until um the death star but you know we got lucky we were blessed and i hope that i'm honestly if i if this is wrong and the movie's not shelved and we get more info i'm willing to just concede the loss entirely like it'll negative 1000 points because like i don't want this to happen but it it just uh, got a bad feeling about this nice i like it That <laughs> was actually that was really well, good thomas
1: we'll go to you your first prediction for star wars in 2024
4: all right i have a lot of different directions i could go oh also um, i wanted to
1: say before i should have mentioned this before thomas you can we can conflict like if if you have a prediction jack and uh, you say something and later i come back and like say the exact opposite or say like a different qualifier like that's totally fine too
4: okay I'm down with that. Um, I'm trying to think which direction I want to go. Uh, I'm looking through some stuff okay i'm <laughs> I'll kind of transition from what Thomas just said um and stick with the Ray movie, and I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna say it, and God damn it, I hope it happens. I don't think it'll get shelved. That's not necessarily part of this. I, if it does get shelved, then this prediction's out the window anyway. But yeah. I just, I don't think it will get shelved. In fact, I think they'll, I'll just say a decently credible report will come out. I don't think they'll announce it necessarily. It could, but some sort of report could be an announcement, could not be. Say it. John Boyega is going to be in the Ray movie.
3: Oh,
2: I need
4: that. Okay. Um, and, and, and the reason I didn't want to say it's an announcement because I feel like if it's an announcement that like means that he's gonna be in the movie a lot but I think it could be as simple as like he's in it for like 10 minutes and I could see a report because of that like come out and say like hey you know it might be just be a cameo but like John Boyega as Finn will be in this movie so I didn't want to say an announcement officially from Star Wars but um again same thing Thomas I just want to be positive I, I've been down on Star Wars and I, I like it, it doesn't I, they could make it make sense. Maybe she's off on like some strange mission that has her away from all of her friends and other Jedi, but if she's trying to rebuild the Jedi Order, which is what everyone's assuming this is about, and where you left Finn and Rise of Skywalker and how much that pissed people off also. Yeah. How do you not have him in some way? Like, even if it is a five minute scene or uh, fuck it, a two minute cameo. Like he's there at the temple when she leaves. Like, I just it doesn't make sense to me how they could get around it. The only reason they won it is because of John Boyega, but I think now that Daisy signed on, I think she could be the thing that kind of talks him into it. Be like, "Hey, we can make this work, even if it's just a little something."
2: Finn is left in charge of the order while she goes.
4: Yeah, dude, exactly. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I have in mind. Something along those
2: lines. And
1: him and Poe are living happily together as a married couple, (laughs) like they should have been the (laughs) sidewalker Saga. but but we get a good the only symptoms we get with the two of them is it just a good old smooch with both of them because that's what everyone wants that's what everyone
2: needs (laughs) what does everybody want a smooch from foe pin pin Finpo. was it jamie gerak who we had on that
1: was a big yeah she she was a huge we bonded over that became best friends yeah Yeah. okay jamie that's for you (laughs) that's for you and finn make out sesh on the big screen give it to me <laughs> we can get to the positive vibes guys because jack we had we Let's had a we had a negative first couple of predictions jack pews i'm stepping to the plate right now i see the pitch it's coming you want know, you know to what i i'm gonna swing i'm gonna swing as hard as i can oh boy if i connect god damn it it's gonna be great i'm winning the world series <laughs> if i don't i might tear my shoulder By the end of 2024, by December 31st at midnight, when the clock rolls over and we all jump off the couches and say, Happy New Year, we will have seen something, and I'll clarify what this means, from a Star Wars movie. By this, I mean, we will get a Force Awakens style, like, first teaser the batman style first teaser where they put it out while they're still filming in the middle of production it'll probably be for the mandu and grogu movie because that's expected to go into production by the end of this year Mm -hmm. the reason i'm predicting this is because everything we've just talked about disney needs to win fans back disney win needs to prove to us You listening at home, us here in the podcast, the general public at large, that Star Wars is still a theatrical blockbuster thing. I have a feeling that if a movie, which I, I, in my heart, feel like a movie will go into production by the end of this year, and I think it'll probably be like September or October, that they are going to want to have something out as soon as they possibly can, marketing-wise, or just, just to show people, guys... We're, we're doing it. We are still a thing. Like we are still a theatrical franchise. It might sound insane, but I just, I, I, I feel it in my balls guys. Like I feel it in my <laughs> gut. I feel <laughs> okay, it. In my, exactly. Like I, I just, I think it has to happen. I don't know if it need like I want it to happen, but I think it has to
4: happen. Here Here's a little back. Here's a little bit of hope, and I, I I don't agree that we'll get this, but I I see the line of thinking of you, trying to get you, people back a hundred percent, dude. And th- it here's can even some... be
1: interspersed with. I mean, this would be a little different than the Batman teaser. I'm still leaving it like that, but like it could be even interspersed with like maybe there's John Favreau and like it shows maybe behind the scenes stuff as well. But we will see like s- shots from the movie in it.
4: Yeah, I th- I could be wrong about this. I, there's there's a podcaster I've listened to for years, Christian Harloff, and he always talks about the fact that I think Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one, w- had been filming for it was like two weeks to a month, and at Comic Con, mm. I think it was Comic Con, yes. they showed like the entire prison breakout scene from Guardians of the Galaxy or like a big chunk of it, and they had well, been filming Batman for that like, trailer
1: a month. came out, they had. They shot exactly like they had
4: 25, of the 25% of the movie. So you're a third, yeah. Like, so it's not like there hasn't been precedent set for this. And if Lucasfilm is thinking like you are, client in terms of like getting people excited for Star Wars movies and, and Star Wars just being back in theaters and getting excited about Mando a bit again, because we won't get him unless he shows up in Skeleton Crew. Maybe a prediction later. Um, We won't get them at all in 2024. So just remind people, hey, these characters exist. This movie exists. Star Wars coming back to theaters. I totally get it. I don't think we'll get it, though. But I like the prediction. I need it. 100%. (laughs) You want
1: to know who needs it more than anyone that's sitting here right now? Is our co-host, David Thompson. The second that this happens... David's in. David's back in. David's like David Star Wars fan number one, and I know what's yeah. gonna happen. But right now, we just we haven't had a Star Wars movie in. Oh my God! It'll be five years in December.
0: <laughs>
2: That's wild, man. Which is the perfect time to bring back Mando and Grogu too. The the thing that started to revitalize the Star Wars franchise before Skywalker saw uh, the Rise of Skywalker came out cause everyone had this bad taste in their mouth right? Right, was Mando and Grogu or the Mandalorian, excuse me. So then it's like, Oh my God. And then Rise of Skywalker happened and everyone's like, okay, but Mando. And then Mando Two was just fucking epic. So, and, and that'll, I can, I can visualize it, you know, John Favreau sitting there and be like, yeah, you know, like it, or, Favreau and Filoni. It's like, you know, the fact that, mando and grogu were the first you know ones to come back in a star wars movie you know after the rise of skywalker is pretty big and Fleming's like yeah it just makes sense you know it's like poetry it rhymes reinvigorated it right before the rise of skywalker ended and now they're back like it makes perfect sense you know what else makes perfect sense boys
1: give it to me thomas your second prediction
2: all right there's a little bit of a lead in here all right so okay the acolyte comes out this year first off can't fucking wait gonna be the greatest show of all time maybe um maybe 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 it's gonna have the highest rotten tomato score maybe talking time. about that one later yeah <laughs> uh, are you <laughs> gonna take my last pick that was gonna be my my no, no 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 you are um but it is set about 150 years to 200 years prior to the force uh the phantom menace god there's so many Star Wars. We need more. Not enough. There's not enough. Not enough, Dad. What if I want wings? Um, and because of that, it's gonna be diving into the force. A lot into the force. The dark side, the light side. It's it's about the acolytes. Is it a Sith acolyte? Is it just a dark side acolyte, which totally fucking exists on Jeddah, by the way? Oh my god. If we get that, I'd lose my mind. But I think that we will get our very first live action debut of Darth. Plagueis the Wise, and mm. and I, I want to clarify that the wording I'm going to put in there is "we." He's fuck it. I'm just going to keep Darth it Darth Plagueis out. will appear in the acolyte. Yeah, that that's the best way to do it because I want to be like he'll get reference physically. Reference physically appear. I'm like, going to say there physically. will be an actor playing
1: Darth Plagueis.
2: There will be somebody voicing Darth Plagueis. Yes but physically will we see him or her or they do you say physically as in like not a hologram no i i would count a hologram then yeah it's not like an off-camera like no oh god if they do the off-camera thing i'm gonna lose it in a bad way um but yeah we get darth plagueis that's where i think this show is gonna get to just because they fucking can like, swing for the fences, Leslie Headlin, who might show up later. Again, Is here predictions of mine. But I am so excited for this show. And the only thing, like, do I want this, to be honest with you? No, I don't. I don't want to touch the I Skywalker do. saga. I, I, I do a lot. I definitely do. But do I think it's the most likely possibility for him to ever show up? I do think that. Do I think it's a smart financial play? I do think that. Do I think that it's a great way to set up a season two and eventually start planting more seeds going into the Phantom Menace? I do. And that's what Lucasfilm, that's where I have faith from Lucasfilm planting seeds leading into other projects that have nothing to do with each other. (laughs) That face was weird Klein. It's almost like you forgot about the entire Mandalorian saga. Like just, you know, acrobatting its way through hyperspace to get to the force awakened that's the movie uh, i would after say the jedi
1: lucasfilm so. is very good at planting trees and then retroactively planting the seeds years <laughs> later <laughs> jack what do you think would you be pumped for a darth plagueis appearance in the accolade oh my god yeah
4: and i think i, I i've always kind of felt How'd that they they're that? gonna get to that whether it be season two three obviously if it's successful um, but now that I'm thinking about it, I could totally see like a teaser at the end, whether it's post credits or just like actually in the show of like some sort of tease of like, Oh my God, there he is. And the mastermind, the one pulling the strings, something along those lines. Um, I'm here for it. I want it. And I think it's a very smart prediction as well, okay. but it also transitions well into my
1: Yeah. Go ahead, Jack.
4: Prediction. Um, the acolyte. I've been very high on this show with Thomas since the beginning. And I might need you guys to help me kind of like walk through this one because there needs to be a way to measure this. I think the Acolyte is going to be a massive, massive hit, specifically amongst the fans of Star Wars. Hmm. Um, Do you to it
1: to like Rotten
4: Tomatoes? I was kind of thinking Rotten Tomatoes. It's funny, when I made my Andor prediction that it was going to be of similar quality to Rogue One, we kind of just said in terms of rankings. So I think we were just like, let's like kind of reevaluate where we all ranked it and ter- and see where we re- ranked Rogue One. We mm-hmm. could do that here, or we could go to Rotten Tomatoes because I specifically called out the fans. Um, but I do just want to say in my line of thinking here, it is the lightsabers. It is the Jedi. It's the Force. It's the fact that you have someone who isn't Favreau and Filoni, you know, being a showrunner for one of these Star Wars Disney Plus series. It's the fact that apparently the budget's really high they're not doing the volume thing i've seen that leaked trailer on reddit or wherever it was it looked fucking bad ass god and the fact that leslie headland and not to say that you have to be this for your project to be good just look at tony gilroy but she is a massive star wars fan specifically old republic style Star Wars fan. She loves the old republic. Like she was, she was part of that fandom when that stuff was going on, like all the legends stuff she's really into. And I think yep. she also, I mean, loves just Star Wars in general. But the reason why I think this is gonna be a huge hit amongst the fans is because for how long have specific fans and sections of the fandom been asking people at Lucasfilm to adapt stuff from Legends, to adapt the old republic. And if she's and I know this is the high republic, but if she is taking that same sense of style and same sense of mythology and bringing that into the high Republic a- along with everything that the high Republic already has in its books and comics and whatever else. I just, I think people are going to be in love with the quality of this show and they're going to be all over it. I feel like I need to put a number on it in terms of Rotten Tomatoes, Thomas. I just don't think know. Of,
2: think about it, you know,
4: um, cause yeah, were take you, it away. We're using You're the, the High Republic guy. We're using the audience score, I assume, on Rotten Tomatoes, not the critics, right? Because we can't trust critics. True, but I, I'm down to give a prediction for both. Yeah. Okay. But yes, in terms of it being amongst yeah. the fans,
2: absolutely. Absolutely. So score. I love that. And one thing I want to add on is if I'm not mistaken, she's a big fan of the old Star Wars role-playing board games. Like that's where so, she yeah. was introduced to Star That's where she really fell in love with Star Wars is the old board games. And you talk about that. Let me roll my sleeves up audibly here. (laughs) Uh, You you talk about the old Republic and how much she loves that. You don't have to be in the old Republic to discuss the old Republic. You don't have to be in the old Republic to have a flashback to the old Republic. You don't have to be in the old Republic to learn about the Sith of the Old Republic. And I think that because of the book that you never finished, Web of Web of Shadows? Is that it? Shadows that's the... Shadows of the Sith. Uh, that's, of the a, Sith. that's a Is Spider-Man it PlayStation 2 era game. <laughs> <laughs> I was going Sith. way back, man. Um, yes, Shadow yeah. of the Sith. There are... There's a character whose only attachment to the dark side is a little bit but they are called to a relic and that relic is an old sith master they're the way that they're talking about what i remember is it's it's uh, originally pitched as like a archaeology kind of thing like finding relics of the sith that is a great way to introduce a character to the dark side and then slowly tempt them. What episode was it, Klein, of Vision Season 2, where they they have a relic and it's like trying to do something and trying to do something and then they or they know they go to the cave, they get the relic, and then a Sith shows yeah. up. That yeah, is the, kind the... of the energy that I get from from the Acolyte. And I think that they could very much they've talked about Darth Revan having some kind of an appearance in the future. I've heard this. I've read this. It's been a big rumor. I think it's in the Acolyte. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because they find something that was Darth Revan's, maybe a holocron, which would be boring or maybe something that he imbued with the dark side with his version of the dark side with his essence, which would then lead into uh, the Plagueis of it all. Um, But I don't think Darth Revan would be the only one. So there's a lot to play around here with the old Republic specifically. But uh, Leslie Hedlund is going to play with a lot of things that fans have been begging for. And I think that is going to lead right into it being one of the highest fan rated things in Star Wars ever. I truly believe this is going to be the highest rated Star Wars thing of all time. In terms oh, of, wow. In terms that's of, crazy. Like, wow. in terms of reception, right? Yeah. Critics well, yeah. And fans, because... And that's not going down as my prediction. That's just, that's just a... I think she's going to do so well, and it's going to feel like Star Wars, and it's going to feel like Andor all at the same time. And that balance, kids, that is the key to what I think is
4: epic Star Wars storytelling. So going off that, Klein... Do you feel it's appropriate to put a Rotten Tomatoes qualifier on this prediction? Yeah, that would be Something. the metric okay. I would okay. use for Let's it. Do it. Yeah. Um, so what number I like- only want the audience score as part of this prediction, but I'll go ahead okay. and say what okay. I think the <laughs> critic is gonna be as well. And it's crazy I say that because the fans is like the most uh what's the word? Contentious. Sporadic? Contentious, whatever. Yeah. It's all it over the place be- when it comes to a project. And like I'm gonna the run review bombing can show up there. Exactly. And- exactly. And so I feel like this is definitely one we okay, need to evaluate a year from now and say, like, you know, should we give Jack a point five on this one instead of a full point or instead of a zero point? I think it's going to – I just want to bring that up now. I think we might need okay. to look into this. Yeah. Uh, depending on the situation. So What's Book of What's the score that you're going for? Book of Boba Fett had a 53% audience score. Ahsoka had a 69% audience score. Nice. Mando 3 had a 51%. Mando 1 had a 92%. That's Jesus. right. Uh Season two had a ninety-one percent, and Andor had an eighty-six percent. Those are all audience scores. I'll say the audience score for Acolyte. Can I do a number and higher? So that number yeah. and anything higher? Okay. Yeah. Um. Oh God, I can't trust Star Wars fans. It's crazy. I'm making this a prediction. Um. I'll just, I'll just, I'll say this. I'll go ninety. I'll go ninety and above. Okay. I sure. I think it's
0: love it. I, I think it's you. gonna hit that mark.
4: I do. I think it's gonna be up there with Mando one and Mando 2. And I mean Andor's only at 86, but again, Andor was not everyone's flavor. This has yeah. lightsabers. This has the force. I think it's I think it could hit that. I think audience or uh sorry, critic is definitely gonna be 90 and above. I think critics are gonna eat this up as like, like, yeah, it's Star Wars goodiness, but also it's like a great story. Mm-hmm. Fan, I was a little worried about there. I was gonna go 85, 87, but I'll stick with 90. Nah, I'll be i
2: bold i i think it's gonna be also above 90 for fans and if i could if i could if i were in jacksonville right now i would kiss you on the fucking mouth wow (laughs) like we won a goddamn emmy baby because we're (laughs) you're winning this you're getting that point i stand by it it. if he is getting that point thomas
1: that would mean that the show i'm about to talk about was incredible I think the bad batch season three is going to be the best reviewed star Wars television series of the year.
2: You stole mine. (laughs) I love really. I think think
1: bad batch season three will have the highest rotten tomato score of any star Wars TV series in 2024 critics critics. Okay. The reason that I'm saying this is I have a feeling that season two, like season two, ended incredibly and ended with some of the best star wars like animated stuff we've gotten in a since the final season of clone wars which we haven't got a lot of animated star wars since then but like it was so good and if they can just cut this those those treasure hunting awful filler just not great episodes i think that it will be something special this is the end for the bad batch season three so I have a I think it will be higher than right now the Star Wars shows are for this year are Skeleton Crew, Acolyte, and then Bad Batch.
2: Tales of the Jedi. Kit yeah. can,
4: can I Jedi. change my prediction by chance? Cause I like the way you did that more. Can I just change mine to the Acolyte is gonna be the highest rated? Sure. And we I'll can go, have competing predictions. And I'll go I'll do this. Hang on. Star Wars shows, skeleton crew for 2024. Skeleton yeah. Crew, Acolyte. Bad Batch, Tales of the Bad Jedi. Bad Batch. Yep. Oh, fuck, Tales of the Jedi. Fuck. Um, that scares me. That scares me because everyone loves Tales of the Jedi. Is it really? I'll a go with stif- I don't know. Yeah. I'll, I'll stick by it. Yeah. I, I think Acolyte is going to be highest in terms of critics. Oh, I'll change my prediction. In terms of of the that. critics. That's easy. Yeah. And and I'll uh, add to that, Klein. I'll say audience as well. Oh, Over he just. He's just whipping his lightsaber out now. I take it back. Put it back to auto no, or just no, it.
2: He, he hit one side and you're like, whoa, cool. And then he Darth Maul's this shit and hits the other side. I, and he's like, I'm dual wielding, baby.
4: I'm taking audience off that now because I, I just remember Tales of the Jedi. That's why I said fuck. You one. know, so here's a, something else that I
1: will mention about the Bad Batch thing. I don't think the Bad Batch is going to be like a 90 or higher. I just have a feeling that the accolade, the act I have, I think the accolade is going to be good, but I think it's going to be like mid 80. Good. I think skeleton Mm. crew also going to hit that mark. And then this will be like, right up, just above it. Another thing I have going for me, these animated shows are usually higher percentages because less people review them. And for some reason, the ones that do are enthusiasts and the numbers go up a little bit higher. So I I am playing the game of it.
4: That is but. why I said this. That's a smart prediction. I was literally going to say that. And also, I pulled up the Bad Batch Rotten Tomato scores. I'm sure you did as well, Klein. Ninety percent for season two, critic. Uh, season one, interestingly enough, eighty six percent. Because um, season two was better. Season two was much better. I was saying that the whole yeah, time, maybe. guys maybe jack you get,
1: go you back and just... listen to those final bad batch episode reviews yeah. when we were doing that and mando season three at the same time we were like no one is watching remember the <laughs> duology of the senate in the middle of season two and how good uh, it was okay
4: season two had the the <laughs> mid-season finale which was that with it and the had final three or four episodes and the, the final two or three the final the first no dude no not the first one don't say yeah. the first one klein you'll back out of that because it was crabs oh, no. and they're on a planet it was yeah weird. you're right. it was, yeah. no <laughs> yeah but you're thinking, thinking the one. second
1: one with um is it echo or echo and he's on his own and he's like setting yeah. up the gun sh- going on that
2: mission yes. like with, yes. doing sick oh my god. with wolf was it no it wasn't wolf anyways i
4: forget the, the cap but i yeah uh i do want to shout out though season two bad batch uh the oh my god the guy the guy the sniper what's his crosshair. name crosshair his episode holy shit the solitary clone yeah yeah give it yeah. give that show do more of that please that's all i'll say but anyway klein smart prediction you're playing the game i love it and i i, I don't hope it happens because i want my prediction to come true but i hope the bad batch is going to be good and i think it will be good
1: i also have another prediction later that we might get to that might help me with this if every if everything happens in my head but We'll see. Thomas, we'll go to you next. Your I'm, third prediction. I'm not good at this,
2: guys. <laughs> yeah, me neither. I Thomas, don't like just roll with predictions because I'm just like, I don't know. I hope nothing sucks at this point. Um I was gonna say the same thing earlier that Bad Batch Season Three will actually be the highest rated critic uh thing. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I, I just cause you know it's good and they there are a lot less people and it's the last one. It's the last one. Dave, Filoni. No, Dave Filoni knows how to go with a, go out with a bang. He doesn't like it's to fuck like, around when it comes to the, yeah. the animation. He's just like, by the way, except for that. No, it could have been a pod racing episode, but we're not going to talk about that. We don't need to talk about that one. <laughs> with Oh, who was it? Ben Schwartz? Yeah. Was he in that one? Yeah. Oh,
1: my oh, God. No. <laughs> I wish I could erase God. that All from right. my brain. Well,
2: this one is crazy, and I was going to pivot away. but I Get like- crazy, dude. Gatorade get hype moment. Let's go. So it's a great transition from Bad Batch because I think a Bad Batch character is going to show up in live action in skeleton crew. Wow. Yeah. I, I know. love it. Depending on how season three goes, of course, like right now in my head, I'm not, it's not going to go into the thing, but like Omega is the most likely candidate to go forward in the Star Wars universe because of, Everything she's got going on in her life. She's the same age as Boba Fett. The actress that voices her, if I'm not mistaken, is about forty. I'm ballparking this. I could be super fucking wrong because I've not looked into it. Um, I'm thinking of an entirely different actress now that I think about it. But it doesn't matter because I she's forty. She's exactly forty. Damn, the force is strong with me today. Um, shout out Gary. He's still not firing Mike McCarthy, that motherfucker. So <laughs> that's what the force tells me. I, I think it will be Omega. I'm not gonna put that into the prediction. Um, but I she just has she's being set up on something so specific that it's like it can't just die in Bad Batch. It has to go forward a little bit longer. And I really think that she is prime for a game changer of a moment in you know this this era this five years after return of the jedi the empire era the, the basically you ready for this you ready she's the the person to fight back against the dr pershings of the world because she's a clone herself she watched the bad batch be grown she was there with her brothers being born and now she's not the only female clone I mean, she was never the only female clone. If you read books, guys, Um, there's been there's been plenty of female clones called sister. And there's another one. But they are. It's time with Bad Batch season three ending likely earlier this year than later. And Skeleton Crew appearing to be later this year to come out uh, priming the Mandoverse situation. I think it's I think it's prime time. Also, I really want to just say, hear, hear like speak in live action. You know, it's like, oh, look at it. Oh, you know, my brother Tick. Ah, he sacrificed himself for us. Yeah, Rhea Perman called them spectacles, but yeah, she was a fucking jerk. She sold us out anyway.
1: I think that that's a like that's a a bold, but something I can a prediction I can see happen. Like it's a bold prediction, but it is like if if that were to happen, I would not be like shocked. Jack, do we want to get to your third?
4: Yeah, um, this is only my third. Oh, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> mm, do I play the game here a little bit? Mm. Do whatever you want, Jack. I'll be bold too. I'm gonna, <laughs> Klein. If you thought yours earlier was calling your shot, and if you hit, dude, I've you got another. It, you I've hit got another one. I'm gonna
1: go to this next round. So let's go if i get this
4: wrong i'm not gonna get mine i don't feel like i'm throwing my shoulder out because like these rumors have been there but i think it's actually going to happen no. it will happen acolyte keanu reeves is going to be in the acolyte oh my god <laughs> into the acolyte
0: happened, I, love I love it i
4: there's love it there's this rumor he, that's been bouncing around He's... I don't know, but there I've seen in some of those articles are you know and sources are like okay, no. But like it got picked up and then some people talk about it on podcasts and it's just like you know what? Fuck it. I if this show what if I wasn't excited about this show, I probably wouldn't make this prediction, but I am excited about it. Fuck it. Keanu Reeves is gonna be in Star Wars. And what's her name from The Matrix is in the acolyte? I forget yeah. her name. So it's just Yes, and so it's like, hey man, you know, you have someone there that can reel him in a little bit. I don't know, but why not? I love it. I love it. <laughs> I, got I it. fucking love it,
1: dude. If that it happens, it could work. I might explode.
4: I would love give him an insane that. action yes. scene, man. Oh, man. Like he, like he can die make in Darth like.
1: Plagueis. Like that is perfect. Make like a Darth Plagueis. Perfect.
4: I mean, he was he's he not was a. Been, he's been fan. He's been fan cast as. Revan for so long. And I oh think that's what people God. are thinking about. And that'd be great too. I don't know oh. how they would then it would have to be a flashback. Or maybe or maybe a hologram or yeah. like a, you know a, a relic of, that kind of you were talking about. Yeah. Um but yeah, counter reeves. My Fucking man fuck. John Wick. Imagine imagine he shows up just as John Wick. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> think yeah. I'm bad. he
0: just <laughs>
2: <laughs> You know what would be great is if we did get a flashback and it's like It's like Revan, are you back? He opens his eyes. It's the dark side. He goes, Yeah. I'm thinking I'm back. And just kills everybody. (laughs) Come on! Dude. Higher up. Anyway. We write good stories. I love that. (laughs) I
1: love that, Jack.
0: Yeah. All right.
2: All right. Okay. All right, Klein, are you gonna take another one of mine or no? This this is a weird
1: one. I don't think this is on anyone's list, but um, and I hate to say it, but you know what? I am also kind of happy to say it. By the end of the year, James Mangold's first Jedi movie will no longer be helmed by James Mangold, and Ryan Johnson will be brought in to direct.
2: The roller coaster of ass feelings. <laughs> I just went through.
0: <laughs> the, okay, so
1: here's where my head is at with this one. Is James Mangold, I, I, I would be so excited. I mean, we've talked about it here. Yeah, He is so excited about the project. I'm so excited about the project. He just has so much going on. He has so many spinning plates in the air right now. Swamp Thing, the Bob Dylan biopic. He's doing a lot. And Disney isn't in the mood to wait around for anyone right now. They're not. Who isn't doing a lot? Ryan Johnson, he's doing knives out, of course. He's continuing that. He wants, I mean, they keep saying his trilogy's in the works, his trilogy is in the works, his trilogy's in the works. What if that is this? Like, what if he, after James Mangold's thing, would have been doing a like early Jedi story? We slot him in here, he does the first Jedi thing. I think it'd be perfect. It would suck to see James Mangold go. But I would be incredibly happy to see Ryan
4: Johnson pick up that torch and carry on. Um, yeah, conflicting feelings because I want Mangold to do it for all the reasons you said, but fucking Ryan Johnson, I want his trilogy so bad. I don't think this is gonna happen. I think Mangled because I remember he did an interview, and again, look, things can change so quickly in Hollywood. But last I heard about it was that he said he's doing the Bob Dylan thing, and then Star Wars is next, and then it'll be Swamp Thing which I think can make sense given, you know, I mean, Swamp Thing was the last thing I believe that Gunn announced in that whole promo for the first chapter of the new DCU. Um, So I I think it can still work, but you're right. He does have a lot on his plate. I could see someone else coming in to direct it while he writes it and also acts as like a showrunner for it, if you will, produces it, writes it, does a story for it. What if it's a Johnson mangled Coven? I'd be so down. I'd be, oh my God, oh my God, Klein, stop, stop i'd be so down um it's an interesting prediction i i like that we worked ryan johnson into these because fuck it he's ryan johnson
2: i love uh, it are you in i you were like james mangold will exit and i was like don't kill the movie that i want Aww. most i know yeah. like, like if it's not an entire thrawn movie i don't really care about it as much as the first jedi and they're not going to give me a full Thrawn movie. They're going to make all these other lame characters like Mando and baby Grogu and, and Ahsoka all show up and be in his movie when it should be called Thrawn, the goat. But it's fine. It's fine. But then he brought in Ryan Johnson. And now it's like, oh, shit, I'm back. We're so fucking back in the first Jedi, man. Um, yeah, give that to me. Inject that directly into my brain stream. Brain stem even right now. Do it.
1: Okay, Thomas, your fourth prediction.
2: Yeah, I'm, 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 not sure right now. I got a crazy one, but it's not that crazy. And I also don't have enough panache to add to it. It's just like a, it feels safe. It feels too safe, you know. And I also forgot my other one that I was gonna add. Also, there's that. Um, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the one that I just thought of in the moment. Leslie Headland after the acolyte. I believe will be granted will be given will have earned season two and be asked to write a movie. Okay. Fuck. Yeah. Okay. Fuck yeah.
4: Is you want to talk she writing about writing the
2: first Jedi? You, I was just about to say, you want to talk about someone writing the first Jedi? Her. <laughs> that would be awesome. I don't think. I mean, she loves Star Wars role playing, so like writing about the first Jedi's literal Star Wars fan fiction role playing. So like, I think she would crush it. But um, but I, I feel like if the acolyte does well, why not do more inside that era where she's already tapped and created this this little web? Right? They they let Dave Filoni play around in his little Mando area, and then bring back all these characters that he made. Well, she's made characters. She's bringing in characters from books and I think she would be the perfect person to kind of spearhead a specific era in star Wars. That's so far away from everything else, but able to connect with like little lines here and there. And like, that's all you got in the comics every now and then they'll mention the high Republic. And I go, Holy fuck. I forgot. They've been talking about the high Republic since like 2017 in these books with Luke and, um, finding, uh, I, I like a replica of Starlight Beacon or something like that. Anyways, um, so there's a lot of ways that it can be done. And I think that she's the perfect person to to do that. So I don't know how to put that into words. Uh, Leslie Hedlund gets Acolyte season two in a movie. I like it. I yeah. think that's
1: I think that if the and, Acolyte hits, I can see that happening. I can see them yeah. buying in.
2: And you want to know what I want to say really fast since we're here and we're talking about it and we're praising Leslie Hedlund white dudes on the internet go play with yourself because women should be writing star wars because it's for everybody to that one chick whose name i don't even know i just keep seeing the reels and the and the tiktoks and all of it of her talking about girls not being in star wars and it's not made for girls fuck you too Star Wars is for everybody and that the force is for everybody and that food is for everybody and that breathing is for everybody in that creativity, art, science, anything you see and can imagine is for fucking everybody. And for anybody to try and snip it out and make it isotopic, that's not the right word, but fuck it. We're rolling with it and make it so that it's only for like one small sect of reality. You can go fuck yourself because you need to open up your mind, do a
4: DMT trip,
2: have some ayahuasca, hang out with Aaron Radgers.
4: I didn't understand the last three things that Thomas said <laughs> there. Um, but yeah, it That's is nice. for everybody. Star Wars is for everybody. Everything's for everybody. Amen to that. Um, moving on, my fourth prediction. This one, I feel like we've all kind of forgotten about it. Uh-oh. I think the Lando movie gets shelved. No, again? <laughs> well, it never really was. It just yeah. it just morphed into from a series to a movie. And I know Donald Glover's busy, and I'm hoping to get some sort of update when he's doing the Mister and Mrs. Smith press tour. Um, that show Come looks fun, him. by the way. Yeah, and so I hope we get some sort of update. And honestly, I I wouldn't be shocked if we hear some sort of optimistic, yeah, it's kind of like my next thing, writing it with my brother. You know, we kind of have this idea for a movie, blah, blah, blah. Like, it transforming to a movie made sense. But then I could see later this year, September, October, November. Oh, yeah, remember that movie that we said we were going to do? Yeah, not not happening, at least not right now. And that's why I say shelved, not completely canceled, because I think they would love to have Donald Glover back. And I think he'd love to play the character again. I just I don't know how this movie fits in with their strategy. And not to say they really have a strategy for Star Wars movies right now, but like it's so it seems so similar and it kind of is a spin-off of solo. And I don't think they want to touch anything like that right now. I don't think they want to get into anything like that right now. They need big movies. That's why they moved up and, and announced this Mandalorian and Grogu movie. It, you know, Ray movie, it, it could be in shambles. We don't know for sure. They say it's not. Regardless, that's a big movie. Whether or not it's gonna make a billion dollars, I don't know. But like, it's Ray, it's Daisy Ridley. Like, the character is coming back 15 years later. You think about the first Jedi movie. That's a biblical epic. That's a big thing. It could start a whole new saga. We don't know new trilogy. I just don't know if they want, especially Bob Iger wants to do some one-off thing like Solo was again, which did not do well, and and do this Lando movie. I just, I, I, I think down the line it could make sense, which is why I think shelved is the appropriate word here, but. Anyway, Thomas, Pick me. Pick me.
2: Yes. So you talk about Boyega. You talk about Lando. You talk about trying to figure out what this movie is. It's, it's a story that involves, you know, it's, it's all about two different things happening at the same time. It's not just, oh, it, it's, it's uh, Donald Glover as Lando this whole time. No, it's a 50-50 movie. It's half with Lando, with Billy D Williams, and then he will talk about a story and how they juxtapose the books, flashbacks for in present day, and how you can play around with storytelling. Like, like it's like he's telling a story. <laughs> kind of, yeah. That's what I was originally thinking. But now I'm thinking, like, whatever Lando's doing as modern day Billy D. Williams ties back into what he was doing as Lando, uh, as Donald Glover. And here's the kicker you want to know how it ties into everything? Finn is with him on this job, and he's doing it for they're doing something, and it ties into whatever's going on in the Ray movie, or will. Can I
4: connect? My only rebuttal to that, Thomas, because you're right. I think there's a story worth telling. Don't get me wrong. I don't think any word that you just said, which I loved, a lot of the words that you just said, changes Bob Iger's mind. I don't think he cares. <laughs> and and even people at Lucasfilm, it's like, yeah, but I just again look at where they're at with movies right now guess what they have no movies they haven't had any movies since 2019 i don't know how the lando movie fits into any upcoming strategy on that front
1: okay jack that was your fourth prediction but you do have to go in about 10 minutes so give us your fifth prediction and it'll go to me and then we'll finish on thomas and then we can
4: get out of here okay my fifth and final prediction I forgot what my fifth and final question <laughs> was. I Great. thought I wrote that's it down, awesome. and okay. I didn't. So, Klein, you go first, and if I remember it while you're talking, I'll go next.
1: So, do you, do I want points, or do I want to Ooh. live in the world where this happens? Is the question.
4: That's, that's the key thing. And
1: you know what? The you know what I'm going to go with.
4: You're going to go I'm, with points.
1: I'm no, I'm not. Fuck it, I'm swinging. We talked about this last week when it was announced. The Mando and Grogu movie going to be a big thing. But how do you sell? I mean, Mando and Grogu are big. How do you sell the general audience on it? And the, th- the thing that we came up with was the villain. It will be the villain. There will be a big name attached to the villain. I'm not just saying there will be a big name attached to the villain. I think that's fairly easy. I'm picking a name. Michael motherfucking Fassbender, the killer himself, will be the Yo. villain in the Mandalorian and Grogu movie. I was just racking so, my head for somebody who is a big enough, like, name that would really sell people. I think... <laughs> I was like, Cillian Murphy would be great. Like, that'd be really cool, too. But we kind of got that with, like, a similar character to what I would envision him playing with Paul Ben. face Indiana Jones. I can see Michael Fassbender playing this like very Indiana Jones-esque character. I think that he would be he's done franchise stuff before. I think he'd be Mando and Grogu
4: movie. That'd be so cool, dude. And honestly, like yeah, you can make him Indiana Jones type character. You could also just make him a badass imperial who yeah. like who who has like That's status? What I'm similar envisioning. To like Thrawn. who could
1: play the like Nazi-esque like right. villain, right? And you
4: need that balance of something that I I didn't expect the Ahsoka show to have, but like I want to see a balance of a character who has the same type of presence and thinking as Thrawn, but then will also throw hands. And I know Thrawn canon can, canonically does throw hands. We see it in Rebels. But like he's not going to do that now. I, they're, they're, I think they're past that point when it comes to uh, the character in Ahsoka and whatever else. So I want I want a villain that can do all of the above. And goddamn, Fassbender could play that so fucking well. I love that prediction, um, Thomas. If you don't mind, I'm gonna. I remember my prediction now. I'm gonna spit this out there real quick. We will get the next report, it, or it will be a report, or it could be an announcement. I doubt it, but report um of hayden christensen's next star wars project that he will be appearing (laughs) i knew i should have did
2: it last time i knew i should have done it before
4: um whether that's the crossover mando movie mandalorian and grogu ahsoka season two we'll get some sort of report rumor (laughs) that's like hey it's gonna it's gonna be this one you're good um, but yeah, Hayden Christensen, keep keep him in Star Wars as long as the Ahsoka stuff is run. I mean, you don't he doesn't need to be a big part, or even as big as he was in Ahsoka season one. But like, as long as that's going on, I'm cool with Hayden being in Star Wars. At some point though, we will have to move on.
1: I think that for Ahsoka season two is your best bet, and the way that I envision him sticking around in the franchise is he becomes what Alec Guinness's Obi Wan was for Luke. Yes, where it is. Ghost esque sort of thing.
2: Fuck, man. How you feeling, Thomas? Pissed off because that was that was my next one. I was like, ah, let me go with he- Leslie Headland because that'll be fine. And here you are taking it from me because I was gonna go balls deep and pick the project, but I can't do that now because <laughs> you could you, you totally literally could. taken what You'd, I was
4: gonna. No, take. yours would be different if you're saying the project that it's gonna yeah. be and you're calling your shot, then. But it has to happen in twenty twenty four though. So like you can't
2: Yeah. And that's that's where I was gonna keep it vague instead of announcing for the project no. itself, because I think it'll be I honestly think he'll be in multiple projects coming up. That is my gut feeling. Why the fuck not use the chosen one going forward when he's that. ready he isn't willing and able? Wow. We can have that debate when he hangs out with Ray. <laughs>
4: We've had it. <laughs> Boys, I'm gonna head out. This was a is great it? show. Thomas, I can't wait to listen to the podcast when it comes out to hear your final prediction here. Uh, my wait. recommendation for the week Ooh. is the bear <laughs> again, rah, rah, rah. Uh, cause I can't think of anything else. Um, and it's All a great right. show and it just won 10 Emmys. Uh, but yeah, boys, I love you both. I'm Thomas, please shock the world with this next prediction. I can't. Adios. I can't, I got nothing. I got nothing left.
2: I don't fucking know what I'm going to say here, Klein. (laughs) He literally took my pick right from me that I've been sitting on. I was like, this going to be Literally, he's like, oh, can I go next? And I was like, yeah, sure. Fuck. Well?
0: Just me and you, Klein. Come on. I'm emotionally
2: ravaged because all the other ideas. is anything going
1: to get announced is any is no is anything gonna I don't know like
2: I have I've got more (laughs) thing that I want the most yes I'm going to do the thing that I want the second most because the most that I want is a Chiss Ascendancy series and that's not going to happen until I write it so in a series and or a movie okay okay
1: that's a good that is a good final prediction
2: i like it it makes sense um we've say before client i mean Jeff yeah okay it, it was going to be that he was going to be announced or reported on i should say to be showing up as a force ghost in the ray movie
0: could happen
2: as a star wars fan who was born the the only star wars movies i've seen in theaters started in 1999 that's a loss for thomas but to see my generations lead in a star wars trilogy with When he's already said, bring balance to the force, as I did. Dude. dude. dude, Please. That
0: is exactly what we need.
2: Like, CGI Luke Skywalker and Anakin, uh, Hayden Christensen, Anakin Skywalker force goes, cool.
0: with the powers
2: of Palpatine that chose good over evil juxtaposed with Anakin Skywalker who chose evil over good because of reasons dude that is beautiful but we're gonna get Vader instead we're gonna get Vader horror snapping necks breaking checks
0: slicing through
2: your house he's just gonna force choke and some of them are gonna like it klein i interrupted you earlier i'm very sorry thoughts
1: i think that this is actually a not a super bold prediction i have a feeling that the vader um a vader series specifically series has a high likely likelihood of happening i feel like you are probably going to get points for this by the end of the year whether it actually ends up coming out remains to be seen when you keep talking earlier you were talking about uh leslie headland getting Acolyte season two or getting a movie i've thought she would do a great vader series i thought she would do a great job of like adapting those vader comics or something like that and that is the that is the next step i would see for her following uh accolade season one because i do have a feeling accolade season one is going to be a accolade one and done. I, um, just from a story perspective, yeah. I think it is going to be like almost more of a mini series akin to Obi-Wan than an ongoing thing. But I like that
2: person That's a good one. I was just looking at it, listening to what you're saying. I'm like, cool. So if that happens, I get two points. If that happens, I still only get one point because I said season two and is announced to be writing a Star Wars movie. So if it's a Vader series, I get no points for the Leslie. head.
1: Movie. Yeah, that's all I, I think, think that that's a really good one. So those are our five predictions. Jack is out of here. Do you have anything that you had written down that you didn't put for any particular reason?
2: I did not. We went through. Okay. Let me double check really quick. Plagueis, Hayden, uh, Bad Batch, Skywalker. Yep. I got I kind of <laughs> snuck them all in there. And Leslie Headland was in. I knew once we started, I'd be thinking of more here and there. But yeah, um, pretty much all the ones that I thought of got said. <laughs> I got
1: most of mine down. Um. The one that I wasn't sure, and I, I was going to do this for my fifth one, but I thought it would almost be too easy mm, for the points. Yeah, is was a uh, one of the live action series for twenty twenty four won't come out in twenty twenty
3: four. Oh, so the
1: accolade where Skeleton Crew might get would get moved mm-hmm. to um twenty twenty five. The only thing that held me back from that is Skeleton Crew has been pretty much done for. Quite a while. Yeah. The accolades moving along quite nicely. Like they that is, I think that's finished filming. Oh, that's Um, well
2: beyond filming now, yeah.
1: So I I feel pretty good about both of those coming out, but also I could totally see a world in which Disney just I think Disney more on the Marvel side, but Disney as a whole is treating 2024 as a bit of a reset. And so they if they were to move one of them, it could be a hey, like. Let's just let's do one this year. Let's have a bit of a stopgap, and then we can come back big in 2025 with, let's say, the Acolyte and Andor leading into a movie in 2026, leading and like really like push the reset button on Star Wars. But yeah, that was yeah. the only big one. But I, I like could, what we've got down
2: here. Yeah, I can see that. I, I I will say if if they move the Acolyte, I'm gonna be the worst person to podcast with for the next until that movie comes out, that show comes out, because I'm. I'm tired of waiting. Um, I could definitely see them pushing skeleton crew just so that when it does come out, it ties in with whatever it's supposed to be tying in with. Because that's been heavily rumored that it ties in with stuff, but it's not understood how much it is tying in. But it just feels what I worry about with that
1: is with the new Mando and Grogu thing. They had season four of Mando written Does season four of Mando even actually ever happen now. If it's tying into something, are we ever going to get resolution on that? It's a whole can of worms, but those are our predictions we will check back in a year. See how they've aged, I'm sure they will age absolutely terribly, as is mostly usually the case with these sort of things. But Mm -hmm. Thomas, if people want to let us know
2: what they thought of our predictions, where could they head? You can go over to the X, formerly known as Twitter and tweet at us at Reckless Rebels, R-E-C-K-L-E-S-S-R-E-B-E-L-S. While you're there, head on over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Give us five stars. Leave us a review and uh, ask us whatever you want in review on the Twitter. We are here to answer your questions, um, to give you shout outs on the pod. We love interacting and hearing from you rebels. Klein, where can everyone find you on social media?
1: You can keep up with me over at the Kleinfeld, T-H-E-K-L-E-I-N-F-E-L-T, also on TheDirect.com. That's where I write and edit all sorts of stories about TV, movies, Star Wars, video games, DC, Marvel, every single day. Head on over there. Give us a click. I also want to shout out Controller Club. It's my video game podcast I do with good friends Laura Rouse and Tom Drew. We cover all the latest in games every single week, podcast services around the globe. We are on Twitter and instagram now as well so come
2: say hello to us over there that's controller club you can find me on all social media platforms at tc rochester at tc r-o-c-h-e-s-t-e-r-a-c-t and uh klein do you have any recommendations for the audience I'm trying to think. Uh, I did finally see
1: The Iron Claw, and it was very good. So go see The Iron Claw. It is incredibly sad. Um, Not my favorite movie of the year last year, but it's still very, very good. It is a very, very good movie. Zac Efron giving a just career performance is unrecognizable from uh, Troy Bolton from so many years ago. But I, I think that's what I would say. Iron Claw
2: is a great movie. Go see it if you get the chance. I'm really happy you said that because I just saw it yesterday. Balled my eyes out. Um, so good. I mean, uh, I've had people reach out to me. Shout out Ben Bell. Uh, he's like, hey, man, have you seen Iron Claw? It was so good. I heard you talking about it. And I've had no way I think reach out to me. A couple other folks. Because I've been pressing this movie as soon as I heard about it. I was like, oh, don't Google what happens. Don't Google the family. Don't Google the story. Because if you go in not knowing, it's going to entirely change your experience. I was anxious. I was shaking. I was unwell Waiting. while watching because I know what comes, and I'm like, I'm like, oh my god, I love this family. I hope nothing ever happens, and then I'm like shaking because I'm like, oh my god, I know exactly what happens to this family. It's gonna be horrible. Um, so highly recommend that movie. So good. I text so many people was like that movie just fucked me up so bad. Uh, I could not like every now and then I just have uncontrollable spurts of crying all night last night. Uh, today I've been thinking about it all day. I went back and read through some of the story if I forgot about um Chris they mentioned at the very end want to give a big shout out Chavo Guerrero uh he is a professional wrestler he plays the Iron Sheik in that movie he was also the fight choreographer for all the wrestling actually he was just the fight choreographer to be honest with you but a lot of the wrestling stuff he did MJF was the AEW champ until like a couple weeks ago he was an executive producer on that movie um and it, I've heard that because of the success of the film they might be looking into other wrestling families, so you might be getting a little bit more based on true events with wrestling going forward. and I I know Liam, I know Nathan Johnson, big fans of that um, because the Ch- Chavo Guerrero, if you don't know, his cu- his uncle who is three years older than him was Eddie Guerrero. he died of uh, I believe, a massive heart attack um, in 2004 right when he was about to win the championship again. And so, like, it's very similar to the Iron Claw in some ways. But he'd already been world champ. He was beloved. He was one of the greatest entertainers of our generation, of my generation, growing up and watching. So there's a lot more that could come with that. Speaking of more, after the Chiefs-Dolphins game, they were pumping, pressing, begging everyone to watch Ted on Peacock. And I watched <laughs> yeah. Ted on Peacock. It's actually good. Like it's actually, if you if you like the movie, I think it's better than the movie in terms of um, general reach. Like uh, the movie is like super outlandish and eccentric, and this is a little bit less. This is definitely more of a family. Like it's it's written like a family sitcom, but it's an adult family sitcom. Like I keep forgetting the amount of times they drop the F-bomb catches me off guard, but it's really fucking funny. Um, solid humor. I, I, I was playing, I think Jedi survivor. Yeah. I was playing Jedi survivor trying to finish this, the story. And I look over and like, I just lose myself watching the show. And I'm like, this is, this is good. This is like, it's so good that I didn't want to turn it off and go to bed. So I recommend Ted, um, It's it's funny. Neebs, I don't know if you listen to phase zero, but uh one of their guests, Neebs, dropped a video of watching an episode and it's an interaction in a fucking school. And Ted, oh my god, he dies he bisex, trisex, quad sex this girl apart and just rips out her soul and shoves it back in. And it's so fucking funny. Um Ted, highly recommend. Um Jedi survivor highly recommend there was another Star Wars wreck I had but I lost it so with that sentience and droids we've reached the end of the episode remember the force <coughs> remember the force is your ally and a powerful ally it is we have spoken get some twin sunlight and stay hydrated this was podcasting yippee